Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, as we get rolling on a Friday. And so much out there, so much that needs to be discussed, including the return of one Jerome Tang as he heads back into uh, the Farrell Center. I mean, I, you got to do it at some point. Might as well get it over early in the season. Aaron, I wish, I mean, I, I, I wish the best for Jerome, but, you know, it's kind of an interesting spot coming into a place where they where Baylor has this rare 0-2 start to conference, desperately needing a win, and then trying to be gracious and and welcoming at the same time to show uh, our appreciation for Jerome. I, I wish Jerome wasn't coming in like 13-1 and and on the way to being ranked and having beaten the University of Texas 116-103. Wouldn't it be a little bit nicer? I mean, I'm not – I want him to do well, but – Aaron, did we think Jerome was going to do this well this quickly? Did not. <laughs> but he did a great job of rebuilding that roster. When he got there, there was only two scholarship players. And with the transfer portal, if you're a great recruiter like Coach Tang is, you can fill spots with really good players, and that's what he did. Yeah, and here it goes. And he's uh, he was on with us Wednesday We'll let you hear a little bit more from Coach Tang later in the program today, and um, that'll be at about 525 today. We have a Baylor the associate head coach for the Baylor Bears, John Jacobs, going to join us today at 5 o'clock. And, and uh, then, well, it's just 420. We're going to let you hear a little bit from uh, Baylor's new defensive coordinator. He was on with John Morris yesterday. And uh, that'll be uh, that'll be interesting to hear from Coach Pallage. Uh, sometimes these assistants don't get to talk. Glad he was able to be on our station and uh, want to hear from Coach Pallage. And uh, we'll uh, we'll play a little bit of that and react to it as we kind of get into uh, what's this Baylor defense going to look like? What is Coach Pallage going to bring to it? We'll do some of that today at four twenty. Aaron, I had to laugh today, though, because our old buddy, Jeff Goodman, you know, the close personal friends of Chris Beard. Hey, whoever will take him out to dinner is who he's close friends with. When he's in Waco, it's, boy, Scott Drew's my favorite coach ever. Let me bring all my family members to town with me, and maybe, maybe we'll get some, we'll get, you know, some fine dining out of this. But, boy, when he leaves town, it's, oh, Chris Beard, my best friend, you know. And so, and yeah, that's the that's why you got to be careful when you shill for certain head coaches and what well, people are going to hold you accountable. And the uh, he's been very very tight with the University of Texas program, and along the way has uh, boy angered people from other programs with his love of Texas. 
I just find it amusing. It doesn't really make me angry. I just find it. And I th- he's probably an okay guy. But, boy, he does. Boy, he comes to town hat in hand. What can you do for me? Who can take me out to eat? Where's the nearest steakhouse? And, boy, he, he smooched up to the University of Texas program now with Chris Beard. And uh, now he is uh, going a different direction. And he's trying to let everybody know, okay, who's going to be the new coach at University of Texas? Well, first of all, Rodney Terry, the, um, the current coach, will get a, a look. And he'll get a long look this season. And if they have a great finish and win the Big 12 and maybe do well in the Big 12, I think you have to hire him. And you should. I mean, he's going to get a great audition this season. If it doesn't work out for the University of Texas, um, they're going to, you know, they'll, they'll have a lot of people interested. Now, I do like it that, and the, and the whole reason I'm kind of coming back uh, around on this with Jerome Tang's name in mind is I love the fact that today Jeff Goodman, who's longtime, you know, respected uh, national um, college basketball writer, says that Jerome Tang would be his prediction. Jerome Tang as the head coach at the University of Texas. Aaron, I would hate that because then, I mean, I, there's only few circumstances, most all circumstances, I'm going to be rooting for Jerome. Certainly not when they're playing Baylor. And not if he's the head coach at the University of Texas. I have to draw the line somewhere. I cannot be pulling for Jerome if he's coaching. Now, I don't think we're going to have to worry about that. There's a couple of reasons why. I think Jerome, I think he's so honorable. He could have gone other places over the years. He was extremely loyal to Scott Drew in that program, and then he decided, hey, Kansas State is where I need to go. I I think you can't do what he's done at K-State, pour into that community, pour his whole – and people say, well, Matt, University of Texas can pay so much more money. Money talks. Maybe I'm being naive here, but I'd like to think that Jerome Tang is about more than money. And and by the way, Aaron, what is he making in, in Manhattan, Kansas? Probably two million, million and a half, whatever it is, one point four million. That goes a pretty long way in Manhattan. All right? If you if let's see, what would Texas what would Texas be willing to pay? Well, pretty much whatever. All right, you just look at look at what some of the coaches are making and could they pay him three, four, five million? Sure, sure. Absolutely. Absolutely they could do that. I don't – I could make the weird argument here that K-State's a better job than Texas. People say, you're crazy. Look at the facilities. Yeah, okay. I mean, I kind of like, you know, Bramlage or whatever they call that, the octagon of doom. Um, I kind of like that fan base. I kind of like how long a dollar will go there. I like the fact that while maybe football, you know, I – it may be a football school. It's also they in that part of the country with KU and K-State, they love their basketball. It's way more of a basketball school than the University of Texas. Now, feel free to disagree with me on the text line, 254-662-1660. CNC Collision Center text line. 
you may say it's all about money. It's all about the bottom line. The better job is where they'll pay the most money. I don't know. I don't know. I think there's something to quality of life and quality of is as long as they think you're heading in the right direction, they're not going to. It's kind of like Scott Drew Baylor. There were great. There's great moments. There were down seasons. But in, in any of those sort of seasons where it felt like they were taking a step backwards or they went to the NIT or something like that, nobody around, nobody was trying to <coughs> run him out of town. I mean, nobody that had a clue about anything. I'm not saying there weren't people sniping around, but nobody that had any kind of clue. And that's what Jerome has in Can- at Kansas State. I mean, unless they just bought him out, which it doesn't look like they're doing. I mean, he's flipped them in one offseason, brought in these amazing players, and he's 13-1. and one. If anything, he's winning too much. All right, I had, I had a friend who was in the NFL, and uh, Aaron, years ago, Todd Haley's who I'm talking about, and what did he do his first year? Well, he went like 11-5 and five or 12-4, or and, and it ruined him because it, 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 he got too good too quick, too quickly. I mean, same thing kind of happened to my buddy, uh, Tony Sperano back in the day, God rest his soul. He went to Miami and they had some immediate success. And then he went the wrong direction after that. And everybody measures you by what you do in your first season there. Aaron is, is the university of Texas. I mean, I, I get in a lot of ways, it's a better job than K state, but you kind of hear what I'm saying. Don't you? I mean, there's some things I would much rather be at K-State for. Namely, they care more. They care more. I mean, these in Austin and people out there, my Longhorn buddies listening to us and all, they know I'm right. It's a front-runner place. Now, they care about football no matter what, and they get mad about the losses. I get that. I, I mean, I think, you know, in a lot of ways, it is a good fan base for football. For basketball, it's kind of like, go back to Rick Barnes. If you're number one in the country, if you got KD, you know, if you bring it, if you've got these unbelievable players, LaMarcus Aldridge or whoever, yeah, we're there. We're there. It's the place to be. But it has to be the place to be. We're at K-State and West Virginia in Iowa State. They show up no matter how you're playing. Last year, West Virginia's attendance was really good, and they were arguably, or maybe not even arguably, I forget how they finished, but I think they were the worst team in the conference. Worst team worst team in the conference. And, and they were still blowing the doors off with attendance. They care. They care at places like that. I'm just saying, at, 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 at that part of the country, they just care more than they do in Austin. Aaron, disagree or, 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 or not? Or disagree or agree? <laughs> no, I agree. I, I, okay. I get your point, and I, I think you're right. And we, to that point, we had Wyatt Thompson, the voice of the Kansas State Wildcats, on the John Moore Show today, and he talked about the three sellouts for the next three home games that they've just announced, which is crazy because I don't think they've had three sellouts in a row in quite a while. But that fan base is already excited with what Coach Tang has done and what they think he will do. Can you imagine if he left after one season? (laughs) (laughs) Now, they don't have the hate in their hearts 
that like the the Chris Beard hate that Texas Tech felt. I don't think it's in them. I don't think they're. Ooh, it would not be good because they've fallen in love with this man. I don't think he could do it to him. I mean, Aaron, do you see any scenario where Tex where where Jerome takes that job? I really don't. Okay, I think he's found his place in K State. If he yeah. can build it into a powerhouse, it's his program. There's no other, you know, names on the wall, so to speak. And I think that's a big part of it. <laughs> There's one job he would leave for. It's if Scott just up and retired. <laughs> He'd be like, sign me up. I'm back. I'm back. Now, he loves the Wildcats. And uh, and I think, I do think he will, uh, he will stay there. Now, Aaron... Other news, as we kind of get rolling today, wasn't this interesting? The NFL owners today have approved a plan that leaves open the possibility of a neutral site AFC championship game and could determine the home field advantage for a wild card game between the Bengals and the Ravens by a coin flip. Now there are a couple of things that need to to happen uh for that for that scenario but it's not out of the realm of possibility. This all has to do with the cancellation of Monday's Bills Bengals game, which I think is the right thing. But people didn't know exactly how they were going to solve this. Would it be a tie? Would it just be a non-game? Would it be a non-result? Well, they've gone with a non-result. And now they've gone in and they're kind of like changing their bylaws just for this season, just for this situation. The following scenarios based on Week 18 results were approved for holding a title game at a neutral site. Aaron, if Buffalo and Kansas City both win or tie, okay, this weekend, or or obviously we know what this means. If Buffalo and Kansas City both win or tie, a Bills Chiefs, and we're talking about if they get to the championship game, would be at a neutral site. Aaron, who do you think would be lining up to host that? Don't you don't you feel like Jerry might I believe they'd be getting a call from a guy with a really heavy <laughs> Arkansas accent. Hey, this is uh we uh, we'd love to have you. <laughs> uh we uh, my family, uh Gene, we got great artwork. We've got great uh, We'd love to have you down here. If Buffalo and Kansas City both lose and Baltimore wins or ties a Bills-Chiefs championship game would be at a neutral site. Oh, my goodness. If Buffalo and Kansas City both lose and Cincinnati wins a Bills or Bengals versus Chiefs championship game would be at a neutral site. If the Ravens win Sunday over the Bengals and are matched against Cincinnati in an AFC wildcard game, the site would be determined by a coin flip. Oh, my gosh. If Cincinnati wins or if the two teams are not matched against each other after a potential Ravens win, regular scheduling procedures would be used. Okay. So the owners had to approve this. Um, Aaron, they got this thing through better than the Republicans have done with this speaker thing, didn't they? <laughs> I mean, oh, I think, have there been some movement on that, Aaron? Should we announce that? 
the chief. Not that I'm aware of. Okay. Uh, they were moving. No, there were some people flipping, but then the other people won't flip. The other people that were with him flipped the other way. I thought they were making progress earlier today. I've kind of stopped watching. Okay? I kind of stopped caring as well. But uh, but that's that's I think they're on about their 11th vote for the uh, for the Speaker of the House. All right. So this is all what's going on. Aaron, this is fascinating to me that I mean, again, I think it's appropriate that they don't finish the game. I don't know. I mean, it's 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 easy to. uh, In a memo, you know, to doubt this thing, but it's hard to. It's hard to know what they should have done instead. In a memo obtained by ESPN's Seth Wickersham, who's been on with us, people just, they, I don't know, Seth gets his hands on everything. Blackburn urged teams to vote against the scenarios. Her reasoning stem from the timing of a rule change in this scenario away from the standard of winning percentages. Did you see that, Aaron, that... That somebody was secretly sending, um, oh my gosh, it, it's just amazing that it, it, all the all the things that go along with this, and this was the this was kind of the secret thing that was uh, discovered today. But boy, people are advocating against this now. The plan changes were made Friday today over the apparent objection of the Bengals. Well, duh with Coach Zach Taylor saying the team felt it was at a disadvantage by the proposal. This is what the coach of, of the Bengals said Friday. And, you know, Aaron, the hard part is they the Bengals have been unbelievable. And, 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 and people on the field, the associate, I mean, these people have taken care of DeMar Hamlin. So all these things need to be sort of talked about separate of what's happened with Hamlin because Cincinnati, the organization – the University of Cincinnati Hospital, they've been unbelievable. And they've all helped in saving this young man's life. But, of course, this is what we do in sports. What's next? we got to jump back into these playoff scenarios. The coach of Cincinnati said it's important for the team to know that because somebody's got to fight for you. It's clearly not coming from the league. It's nice to have our ownership and front office support the players like they have. That is important for us. All right, and, and so that name I was saying, obviously, Aaron, I was looking for the name of this Blackburn person. But, I mean, that, that must be somebody from Cincinnati, you know, fighting on behalf of the, uh, of the Bengals. Aaron, do you, see, do you see any other scenario that could have been better? Is, was there any way in your mind to avoid what has become, you know, obviously – this has really, really worked against the Bengals. Yeah, but, I mean, you obviously couldn't continue playing the game and making it up this late of the, in the year is almost, well, I think it is pretty close to impossible or they would have went with that option. I don't think the options they've chosen are great, but I don't think they had any great options. Bengals Executive Vice President Katie Blackburn, okay, that's who I was talking about, um, is on the competition committee which approved the scenarios. And Blackburn is the one who urged the teams to vote against the scenarios. 
she said that the proper process for making rule change is in the offseason. It is not appropriate to put teams in a position to vote for something that may introduce bias, favor one team over another, or impact their own situation when the vote takes place immediately before the playoffs. I don't, I don't think she's all wrong. I don't think she's all wrong about that. Um, so I think what, what uh, basically <clears throat> what the coach of Cincinnati and what the Cincinnati people are saying is, why don't you follow the rules that are in place rather than create rules on the fly? So Taylor went on to say, so now when we point out the rules and you're told we're going to change that, that seems, I don't want to hear about fair and equitable when that's the case. Wow. Wow. And, uh, and Goodell did come out and say in a statement Thursday that he recognized, quote, there is no perfect solution. Thank you, Roger. Thank you for that. We, uh, we appreciate We appreciate all of that. All right, it is the Matt Mosley Show. Let's hear from Baylor's new defensive coordinator. Let's do it next. Recently on the John Moore Show. John Denton with us, longtime color analyst for TCU. Well, you know, the pressure's been on us for a couple of years, Johnny, since uh, you and uh, Baylor basketball team won the national championship. I mean, we at TCU had to do something. I'm running out of time. So I yeah, think you are. Like, if, if we're going to do it, it needs to be this year. There you go. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Run, don't walk to the Baylor Lion Foundation's annual membership drive. Sign up or renew your membership today at BaylorLionFoundation.com for a chance to win a basket of Baylor Lion gear and more surprise giveaways. Members get exclusive discounts and opportunities with Baylor Lion partner organizations. Plus, you'll get a new issue of the Baylor Lion magazine delivered right to your mailbox. Support the voice of Baylor alumni since 1859 and the organization doing the most in the Baylor family. Become a Baylor Lion Foundation member today at BaylorLionFoundation.com. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. Hello everyone, Brian Reese here, General Manager Harley-Davidson of Waco. I'd like to thank all of our loyal customers for an incredible 2022 and wish all of our ESPN Central Texas audience a very happy 2023. To say thank you, I'd like to invite you to come into my store, mention the ESPN Central Texas advertisement, and I will hook you up with an incredible opportunity on any brand new 2022 Harley-Davidson motorcycle in stock. Again, ask for Brian Reese and I will get your knees in the breeze. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guy, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, Join me, and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. 
Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. What do you think a wealth manager's most important quality should be? I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Wealth managers rely on knowledge to make decisions, but responsible wealth managers need to be guided by integrity. I've believed that for more than 25 years. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The Bills and Bengals game for Monday night will not resume, says the league office. It will go down as a no contest. Because of the canceled game, the league owners will vote today with a 24 of 32 needed to approve on scenarios approved by the competition committee yesterday that involves a neutral site for the AFC Championship game. UMHB men's and women's basketball got road wins yesterday over the Ozarks, women 76 to 56, and the men 101 to 80. Both will be in action tomorrow at UT Dallas. Beta women go on the road tomorrow at Kansas. Tip is at 4 o'clock, and you can hear that game on 104.9 FM. And the Baylor men at home hosting Kansas State. Tip is at 5 o'clock, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Dallas Mavericks winning streak comes to an end last night, losing to the Celtics 124-95. Mavs have the day off before hosting the Pelicans tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Aaron Sexton alongside Matt Mosley. It is the Matt Mosley Show. Your favorite Friday afternoon show. We do it every other day, but really Fridays, I think, is when people get excited, love to be by the dial. <laughs> let's let's play a little more, Aaron. The um, we got to play at some point, Aaron. I'd like to hear that coach. The um, in fact, I was just tweeting about it. I was about to tweet about it, and I got to make sure. I don't do this just out of anger or emotion. This coach at Kentucky who's refusing to sign the waiver on Dre Edwards. Now, Aaron, at some point today, we need to work that in. I mean, that is that that I mean, that is really amazing. Dre Edwards made her statement, the Baylor player, that um, you know she, all she's done to work toward all her progress. Obviously, because she didn't graduate at Kentucky or her previous school. She was not eligible to play immediately at Baylor. At this point, she's done so much toward it. All the coach at Kentucky needs to do, as Nikki Collin told us yesterday, is just sign the waiver. Kentucky doesn't play Baylor. I mean, maybe they would meet up in the NCAA tournament. Probably not. Kentucky's like 6-6 six and six this season. They're really not even headed toward the NCAA tournament. Maybe they, maybe they do something in the NCAA. You know, they get in the... Uh, the conference championship. Oh, wait, they don't have Dre Edwards anymore. Um, the, the way I see that is the coach is refusing to do this based on a technicality. And, uh, Aaron, it's a, I tell you, she, the coach, it makes the coach look really bad and bitter. 
and I was just kind of looking at it and thinking about it. And the whole reason she's not signing it is because I, I think by signing it, it, it says that Kentucky didn't want her anymore or wasn't going to let her play or something along those lines. And they're saying, well, that wasn't the case. We didn't tell her she had to leave. So it's a complete technicality why the coach isn't signing it. It's not based on anything really logical. It's based on spite. We think this player should have to sit out a year, even though, hey, all these coaches now and everybody talks about uh, player movement. Boy, we support our student athletes. I mean, I would think, Aaron, every coach who ends up uh, going to Kentucky, every player has to be has to know about this and has to hear about this. How if things don't work out and you decide to try to leave, what this coach might be willing to do. And uh it's uh it is not a fun situation. Okay, but as promised, I want to I want to hear a little bit from Matt Pallage's interview yesterday with John Morris. And we were happy to get Matt on the station and uh, John got to visit with him. Matt Pallage was kind of a special teams ace and a safeties coach for the Bears. He goes off to Oregon and was the co-defense coordinator and then uh, also had, you know, obvi- uh, secondary. He had uh, responsibilities there. Comes back to Baylor as the defensive coordinator. Young guy, uh, Mac Rhodes told us he wanted to go. Uh, a young, up-and-coming coach might be the best way to go on that. Somebody who put person over player which is a big Baylor mantra and for whatever reason they certainly did not think that Ron Roberts was dealing with people the way they needed him to now maybe he'll go on and be incredible at Auburn but it was not working out at Baylor and Dave Aranda made the change I think it's important to say now what would they have done if Baylor had a finish with 10 wins or nine wins would it have been person over player maybe I mean, maybe so. May I mean, I think the cynics would say no. He wouldn't be fired. I I think Aranda's proven that he kind of sticks to his guns. And if he thought the players weren't being treated properly, he might make a change. Even had they won nine or ten games, I'm not. I'm not ruling that out uh, because Dave's a different guy and he's his own guy. Um, all right, I want to listen to a little bit of this. Um, let's hear from. Uh, Coach Pallage, Baylor's new defense coordinator, on why he returned to Baylor. I think just the belief and and um, um, I think the belief in what Coach Aranda and, and Mac Rhodes is uh, what they're about. I think the person over player. I think uh, you know winning with character, investing in young men, um, not just on the field but off the field. That's something that I really believe in. Um, something that I had a. I had a great experience my first tenure here, and um, that was that was really the draw um, for me was uh, the opportunity to to lead the defense and uh, be involved uh, with a program that I feel like is really special. All right, there you go. I mean, all the all those kind of buzzwords and things that we were just talking about: person over player, character, Aranda. I mean, there's there's everything kind of pans out there and uh of course Aaron you can say all the right things can't you and then of course you get you start playing and you give up a ton of points or have a rough season nobody cares I mean the fan base you can only 
I, I think all that's important, and I think it's great, very important to student athletes. The, to the most, to most fans, they want to show up. Did our team win or lose? If they do it the right way, I mean, I think that's important to a lot of fans as well. But you know, it's it's turning around a season that was six and seven. Fans are wondering, okay, why is this guy leaving? Who are we going to bring in? Who's our? What's this recruiting class like? I mean, that's what fans are concerned about. So, I mean, we shouldn't pretend to be to think that fans are up there chanting "person over player." I mean, I'm all I'm okay with all that, and I think it's great that Baylor uh, has that and and does that for their their players and everything. But I think uh, I think it's going to be about how Pallage relates to the players and then how how it works. If he's going to call the plays, which we're believed it's believed that he will call the plays. I don't think Dave's going to hold on to it. He did it against um, Air Force. He did it leading up to that game. I think Matt Pallage is going to get full control over the play calling. And um, that'll be that'll be interesting because it's something he doesn't have a lot of uh, experience with, but you got to do it at some point and and um, we'll we'll see. We'll see how he does. Now, I wanted to hear this is Matt Pallage, Baylor's new defensive coordinator, talking about his defensive philosophy. I think it probably starts off with, um, you know, relentless effort. Um, I think any good defense that you watch and, um, you know, really the first thing that stands out is maybe how hard they play, uh, how hard they run to the football. I think when you run to the football, great things happen. Um, Even when plays break a lot of times, all of a sudden down the field, um, they don't see um, the D lineman chasing down the tunnel screen and all of a sudden, you know, boom, hit, ball yeah. pops loose because you got somebody playing so hard. Um, so I think it starts with relentless effort. Um, I think also, um, you know, you know, we, we I, I use the term ball excellence, but really, um, you know, creating turnovers, taking, taking the ball away from the opposing offense. I think that's something else that we're going to put a premium on here. Um, here at Baylor, and I think it's something that we've put the pre- uh, premium on in the past. I think about that 21 season, I think we were third in the country in interceptions that year. We were top 10 in takeaways, and that was a that was a huge part of our defense. And um, I think it's probably the number one statistical category that associates with wins and losses. Um, if you can take care of the ball on offense, and then you can take it away on defense, you're going to be you're going to be a pretty good football team. So I think um, those two things to start off with, and then probably the third being a team that plays for each other. Um, you know, we have a shared commitment. Um, there's a brotherhood. Um, it's very visible in the way that we play and how connected we are. So those would probably be the three things that pop off to me that I um, I think that people will see um, from this Baylor defense is the relentless effort, the attacking the football, and then the shared commitment. All right. All right. Shared commitment. Aaron, has there ever been a coach that came in and said, We're, I'm just not really going to put much emphasis on takeaways? <laughs> we're not going to, we're, we're just not going to do, uh, we're not going to do much in that area. No, every coach, that's what they want to do. But you know what? Sometimes in programs, it just plays out more. I think every coach tries to emphasize that. The difference is sometimes, you know, they get more out of it. I think Phil Snow had that before he left with Rule. I think Joey helped big. Joey McGuire helped in that area. And I think Pallage and Ron and the whole crew was doing that in 2021. And that's an enormous 
part of it. Aaron, should we – I kind of think Baylor should just take that uh, – what's that Joey thing that he took to Lubbock with him? Take three. Remember that? Take three. Let's bring that back. Or maybe we just change it up a little bit and say take four. But now Joey's thing is take three, which means get three takeaways. Phil Snow, that, that Sugar Bowl year, that, that defensive line was unreal. I mean, that, that was Bravion Roy was kind of anchoring that thing in the middle. Um, was that Lockhart, James? I mean, that, that group was unreal. And, 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 again, that ball was coming out a lot, and the sacks were off the charts. And then Pallage is right. Interception-wise, between Boogie, and Raleigh, and, and JT, and everybody back there, I mean, that was that was huge. Now, this is going to be interesting. He's got to retool a secondary that has had, let's see, Tevin's gone, Lorando's gone, um, uh, who, uh, Al Walcott's gone. So somebody else, Aaron, Jeff's, uh, Jeff, I just didn't really, wasn't totally familiar. Anyway, at least four to five defensive backs have walked out the door. And so you got to be ready for that. I can't wait to talk to Pallage. And there's so many things I want to ask about. And, uh, and, and Matt is a really good guy, great uh, up-and-comer, and, and uh, was a great uh, supporter of the show. And he was in town and loved listening to it. So cannot wait to visit with Matt. And, again, the area, and I don't know if it came up when John was talking to him, Aaron, but recruiting is just going to be enormous. For, I mean, and it is for any coach, but I'm sorry, Ron. And, and again, I don't think it should be attached to age in terms of <clears throat> I think there are, you know, older folks. we got to be watching here, and we're kind of getting closer to Ron's age um, <clears throat> than Matt Pallage's age. But I think a young, up-and-coming, 35-year-old guy like Pallage, I mean, he's going to be relentless. Guess the guy that Baylor just lost to Oregon, well, part of that was the guy who got him had been after him forever. He was at UTSA. He was one of the first people to the Austin Novosad, uh, you know, camp and stayed after it, stayed after it. And then when Oregon lost somebody, he came rolling back through the door. Now, do you think they could have flipped him if he didn't have some kind of prior relationship I've heard, Aaron, that that guy, the offense coordinator at um, at Oregon, that even guys that they're not going to offer, like maybe they're not even thinking about them preferred walk-on, he'll spend like an hour on the phone with those people, counseling them, telling them stuff. And I think, boy, I think that bleeds through. When people think that you care more about what they, you know, what you can kind of do for them than what they can do for you, it means a lot. Aaron, are you writing some of this down? I feel like I'm coming up with some good recruiting mottos. Can you, would you please note some of this? Sure. I, I, I appreciate it. Appreciate your 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 uh, participation. Okay, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and it is time for some Campus Confidential. That is next. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022. Nothing that says on Christmas Eve you can't make third and six. Only heard here. Back 
Throws the ball deep to the middle. Lamb at the five. All season. Stop. Spin. Dances in. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Washington Commanders. Live from FedEx Field. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys at the Commanders. Sunday afternoon at 2.30 on ESPN Central Texas. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. So many chores and so little time. If you feel this way too, WC Tractor is here to help. We've bundled up the most popular new Kubota tractors with the most popular implements and created ready-to-go Kubota packages for your convenience. Stop by any of our Kubota locations and take a test ride in our new affordable Kubota L3302. Neatly packaged with a loader, cutter, box blade, and trailer. Think of all the tasks you can conquer with a new Kubota tractor package. Come by or visit us online at wctractor.com. It's the Greater Waco Chamber of Commerce First Pitch Luncheon, Wednesday, January 25th at 1130 at the Baylor Club, presented by Jim Turner Chevrolet, with keynote speaker Sean Tollison, the former Los Angeles Dodger, Texas Ranger, and Baylor Bear. We'll also have season previews from Baylor baseball coach Mitch Thompson, Baylor softball coach Glenn Moore, MCC baseball coach Tyler Johnson, and MCC softball coach Chris Berry. For tickets and more information, go to WacoChamberOfCommerce.com. That's WacoChamberOfCommerce.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Looking for a great job with great pay and awesome benefits? Genco FCU is hiring. As a longtime Waco employer, Genco focuses on what matters most in our employees' lives, like pay incentives, bonuses, benefits, 401k plans, paid time off, advancement opportunities, medical, prescription, dental, and vision insurance, as well as short and long-term disability. Come join our incredible team today and make Genco your career that will work for you. Apply at GencoFCU.org or at any branch location. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The Bills and Bengals game from Monday night will not resume, says the league office. It will go down as a no contest. Because of the canceled game, the league owners will vote today with a 24 of 32 needed to approve on scenarios approved by the competition committee yesterday that involves a neutral site for the AFC Championship game. UMHB men's and women's basketball got road wins yesterday over the Ozarks, women 76 to 56, and the men 101 to 80. Both will be in action tomorrow at UT Dallas. Beta women go on the road tomorrow at Kansas. Tip is at 4 o'clock, and you can hear that game on 104.9 FM. And the Baylor men at home hosting Kansas State. Tip is at 5 o'clock, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Dallas Mavericks winning streak comes to an end last night, losing to the Celtics 124-95. Mavs have the day off before hosting the Pelicans tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. What is Matt Mosley? The Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Aaron Sexton alongside as we begin uh, Campus Confidential. And Aaron, I think it would be good to today, I was just talking earlier about how the Kentucky coach won't sign a waiver to allow Dre Edwards to play for the Bears. And you'll have to listen to her reasoning for this. But it comes down to something the waiver says about um, that, that I think they Kentucky would have to say, you know, she could not play here anymore or we don't want her to play here anymore it's basically a technicality if she signs the waiver dre edwards would be able to play for the bears she's done a lot of things she's done all this great stuff she's joined a sorority a a service sorority uh she's done great on her grades she's lifted her grades she's i mean she's done a ton of hours to get herself uh ready to be eligible and her former coach on, on what seems to be a technicality, wants to ensure that she doesn't play this season. And under the guise of, hey, Baylor knew getting into this thing that she might have to sit out this whole season. Is that part true? Yeah. Is it also true that she could, that Dre Edwards has sat out most, you know, the, the entire season? And that, you know, it might not be the worst thing in the world to let her play, knowing that it's highly unlikely that Kentucky, in any scenario, would have to face the Bears? Yes, absolutely. It just seems like the thing to do. But after the Dre Edwards Instagram message that we talked about and we talked about with uh, with with Coach uh, Colin yesterday, here is what the Kentucky coach said in response uh, earlier today. This is um, uh, Kyra Elzey, Coach Elzey. Uh, E-L-Z-Y is her name. Here was her response. Hello, everyone. I would like to take this time to uh, address uh, the statement uh, that Dre Edwards put out yesterday. Um, We were asked by Baylor to sign the NCAA um, no participation opportunity uh, form certifying that Dre uh, would not have the opportunity uh, to participate if she stayed at Kentucky. Um, And that is not correct. She would have had the opportunity to participate had she stayed. Dre, along with Baylor and every other school that contacted us, um, had the understanding that she would not be able to play right away because she did not graduate. Um, Our compliance addressed it with her in March. Everyone was clear. what would happen, she would need to sit a year um, to play a year. I addressed this in March. Um, I'm 100% confident in what we offer our student athletes academically and athletically to be successful. Um, My priority is this program and our players. Dre decided to leave in March. We moved on and she moved on. And um, that's where we stand. All right. Uh, yeah, it's fine. You've moved on. I mean, Dre would like to move on. She'd like to move on by playing. Aaron, in my 
and again, I only went like halfway through law school. But if you if I if I'm reading this thing right, it basically is she's using a technicality or a clause that says that we as a school don't you know she could not play for us anymore. She didn't want to sign off on that because she's saying at the time Dre decided to leave, that was not the case. She could have played for Kentucky. So in some way she's digging in based on a technicality, and then also, I mean, it's almost like she's trying to take the high ground. I don't think this is the high ground. <laughs> it absolutely isn't. Um, and, again, though, we're biased, too. I mean, we want to see Dre Edwards get to play, get to help the Bears. Sure. And uh, she's a great player. But at the same time, let me just say this. I, if this were men's basketball – and some coach was trying to do this to some great player, they, they the, the coach would have already been shouted down in 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 just shame to the point of giving in. There's almost no coach out there um that would that wouldn't have have given in to this. And unfortunately, it, while it's a big deal to us. You know, the Jay Billises of the world are usually going after the NCAA and going after things that involve men's basketball. And so, I mean, I, I just wanted to state what is the truth in my mind, uh, that unfortunately there needs to, be, needs to be more people making a big deal out of this. And she is a tremendous player. And the people that have some kind of big say – in in women's college basketball uh, should be jumping in here on Dre and you know on Dre's behalf because this is a this is a this is not this is a this is something that's being done in spite is what it feels like now Dre has responded to what Coach Elsie said <laughs> Aaron this has now turned into such a back and forth thing in the press conference Elsie stated she spoke about my eligibility which is not true. Baylor only asked about my character as a person. Yes, we knew the NCAA rules, all of them. Kentucky could have chosen to help me as they are, quote, for the kids, and they do this for the student-athletes. We asked for the cleanest and the earliest waiver, and honestly, I just feel they could have and should have signed off on it. Like, this isn't hurting anyone's future but mine. Good point. That's a fair point. What is this? What is Kentucky... Like, what are they preserving here? Now, maybe they could make the argument that, oh, my gosh, if we do this, now we got to do it for everybody. I mean, I, maybe that's the reason they're, they're digging in on this. Dre also goes on to say, y'all do know coaches sign this waiver, in all caps, all the time, literally. It's not just all of a sudden. Yes, I know I should have graduated, but that was not my circumstance. NCAA put other rules in place to help student-athletes get a chance to see the floor. Sign the paper. And then she, she goes on to say, and the fact y'all are trying to discredit all the hard work I've put in academically to be eligible is sickening. I've worked my rear off, and y'all not about to take that from me. Whoa. Whoa. Um... Anyway, and then somebody comes in and says that she retweets that says, 
It's the form every other team college signs. Kentucky women's basketball just being petty. So much for the lifting female athletes up. I hear you. I hear you. Aaron, I have now gotten involved. All right? (laughs) I kind of thought about it, and uh, I've put my tweet out there. (laughs) I don't know if it'll help or hurt. I just said Coach Elsie is using a technicality to make sure her former player can't play this season for a team she won't have to face. It comes across as spiteful. All right. I mean, I again, I don't know. I don't know if any of this will help, but the only thing that's going to make this coach do the right thing at this point is unbelievable backlash. And I don't know if that's going to exist. I think there are people that uh, – it's kind of like I said to Nikki yesterday about, you know, I, I know how she – I don't think she took it wrong or anything, I, but I, I was basically asking her about intervening, and, and I think Nikki said what was kind of, you know, in her heart. She said, don't – you don't think I have? I mean, she basically said, you know, I'm sure behind closed doors, I mean, Nikki and everybody can't tell us everything. I bet she's, I mean, they've gone to bat for Dre like crazy. But they can't, like, they can't go to Kentucky and just force this woman to sign this. Oh, man, this is bad. This is bad. Aaron, imagine if this were like, you know, I'm just trying to think of somebody like like the guy that went from Tech to Kansas, McCuller, or any of these guys, Toshibwe from West Virginia to Kentucky. What? And e- even though those are like Hall of Fame-type coaches like Coach Huggins, if they had have said, nope, I'm not signing it, I'm not going to help them. Now people say, mostly they graduated or something. Maybe so. But none of this would have happened. None of this would have happened because they knew what the backlash would have been. And, um, and I, unfortunately... I just don't think – I think this coach is going to be able to dig in and just ride out any possible backlash because I fear the backlash isn't enough. I thought you were about to say something. Oh, it's just – yeah, there's uh, another point on that. How many football and men's basketball players have transferred three and even four times and never had this problem and – all of them weren't graduate transfers. The coaches just didn't try to hold up their playing career like the Kentucky coach is doing. Yeah. it's. Um, I think Dre's right that these kind of waivers get signed all the time. And, uh, and, and I just don't uh, – it just seems unfair. All right, Aaron, save any – I'm sure you had some other college football and some other things. Save it. We may get to it. Uh, at 525. I know we're going to hear some from Jerome Tang, but next, the associate head basketball coach for Baylor men's basketball, John Jacobs, returns to the Mosley Show. Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Michael Parsons talks about going against Commander's rookie quarterback, Sam Howell, right after this. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 
5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. Yesterday at the Star, former Cowboys DeMarcus Ware and Darren Woodson held a press conference. Both are finalists for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So's linebacker Zach Thomas and Chuck Hatley is a finalist in the senior category. They'll find out next month if they get enough votes to wear a gold jacket. As for current players, Sunday's regular season finale at Washington has Micah Parsons in the defense facing rookie quarterback Sam Howell, who's making his regular season debut. Parsons says the fact that Howell hasn't played a snap means there are unknowns entering this game. Everyone got the same plays, but everybody plays different. Who knows who he has his relationship with, where his progression lies. You know, it's always harder. Kickoff Sunday is 325 Central. A Cowboy win plus an Eagles loss to the Giants means Dallas wins the division. That's today's Cowboys Report. I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank Central, Central National Bank, member FDIC. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team, ESPN Central Texas. Now is the best time to let Jeff Hunter Toyota put you in a used vehicle. Right now, choose from hundreds of different makes and different models, all priced to fit all budgets. Explore your possibilities. Explore new and used vehicles at Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. 
Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you are searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, VersaLive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and uh, now joined by John Jacus, the associate men's head coach for the uh, for the Baylor men's basketball team. And uh, John, it's uh, great to visit with you, and uh, another exciting game ahead. I mean, that's the thing about the Big Twelve, John. It, as rare as this is to get off to a uh, a, a, a rough start, which is, you know, extremely rare for you guys. You don't have time to kind of hang your head, do you, uh, as you get ready to go against this hot Kansas State team? Yeah, thanks for having me. And uh, when you sign up for sports, I know it's sometimes impossible for people to understand, but there's a winner and a loser each game. And uh, when you sign up to play in the Big 12, it's even more harsh. It's the best league in the country. There's nobody outside the top five, 50. And, uh, you know, in the net rating, uh, every night's war, whether you're at home or on the road. Uh, we've got a bunch of – Fran Fischel says this all the time. We've got an old league. And um, when you when you show up and there's 24-year-olds on the floor, it just changes things. And so we've got three freshmen we're playing, and we're learning what it means to, to go 1-0 and each time and to show up. And um, Saturday is a good opportunity for us to grow up even more against a good Kansas State team. Can you build on that first half the other night, though? I mean, when you're showing film and you, you hate to lose that game, but the, the threes were falling, the ball was moving. Uh, you guys raced out to a nice big lead. They got it to 10, I believe, at halftime. I mean, there are, certain, there are obviously things that you can show that, hey, guys, look at us. When we're doing everything we need to do. Now, again, part of this is there are going to be nights when the shots aren't falling. And then you got to decide, okay, what do we what do we do now? But I would think there are some things that you saw against TCU that you could certainly build on from a positive standpoint. Yeah, you're a smart man for sure. And uh, you've known Scott a lot longer than you've known me. And for 20 years, Scott has chosen to coach a certain way. And as a culture coaches through negativity and some other ways scott's always coached through positivity so we we certainly show negative film we certainly confront and hold kids accountable but there's always going to be a huge element in our program where we show what was done correctly and uh, the first half was a good half for us they shot just 
forty uh, percent from the field. We were elite from the field. Uh, we we did a good job of moving the basketball. It's it's how we want to play offensively. I mean, overall, we scored one hundred and eighteen points per hundred possessions on the offensive end. I think it's pretty clear that if we got back on defense, the outcome could have been different. So. We're going to focus on the positive. We're going to learn that. We're going to use positive and negative clips in the process. Uh, but you know Scott. You know Scott longer than you know me and, and longer than I've known Scott. He's going to keep finding a way. And uh, we always have, and he will, and the players will follow him. And it, it's a good opportunity. But TCU should be undefeated. You know, their backcourt was injured in the only game that they played. That's a top-ten team. And um, the truth is is that their average age is like 22 and so that's a great experience for us that we need to build off of. But if we can play like that against them in the first half and we play as good as anybody in the country, and the reality is the team that played Gonzaga and UCLA is inside that locker room, and we're going we're gonna to recall those good moments as much as we're going to harp on the bad moments. But we'll do both, and Scott will find the right balance. What do you do when, when Mike Miles is doing what he was doing the other night? He's a great player. You were bringing it up about some of those guards. The – some of those blow-bys, I mean, of course, we measure uh, uh, against some of these guards, like even from a couple of years ago. I mean, Davion was, you saw that possession in the NBA the other night. He guarded like five different people, and it's probably unfair to your current guys to always measure against those types of guys, but we, I'm, I'm sure you saw the other night too many blow-bys. Is that, is that, hey, guys, we've got to do better in terms of moving our feet one-on-one? Is it got to be better help defense? What is the answer when you, when you play one of those high-octane uh, octane teams and, and, and they're racing by you? Is it, is it kind of a combination of those things that I brought up? Yeah, one, it's great to recall Davion. And um, if we're being honest, and I think uh, we can do that, Davion is probably the finest on-ball point guard defender in the last decade. And I understand that we won a national championship, and he was the spearhead of that. And um, the the truth is is that very rarely do point guards win defensive players of the year. And he won national defensive player of the year. So you're comparing what we currently have to a generational freak. And that's awesome. One of the greatest honors of my life and our staff's life is that we got to coach Davion and uh, win a national championship together. But so much of this isn't about name. It's not even about um, what you think of him or our, our, our current guards. It's not, it's not a comparison game. It's just about effort, and our guys got to get back. And we've drilled it, we've covered it, and you should see improvement from it. And Mike Miles, in my opinion, is an NBA guard. And if you try to stop him with one person, it's not going to be enough. And the wall wasn't built, and the guy's got to learn from it. Hopefully that'll be a humbling process. And the truth is is that I think between Iowa State and TCU, we got better. And sometimes in life, people look at the last shot, and they say, if O'Bannon missed that shot and Keontae made his shot, would this be a completely different conversation between you and I? And it's our job to be level-headed and to find enough that we can build on. And we're going to keep building. And certainly Mike, I think, is an NBA player and taught us a few lessons. We're going to thank him for the last lessons, and the next time we play, we'll be more prepared. But um, we're going to move on to K-State, and we can't go back in time. And I think the guys have responded well to the lessons that they've learned. 
John Jake, associate head basketball coach for the Baylor Bears, joining the Matt Mosley show. And um, I'll move on to K-State with you. And I'm thinking about uh, Coach Tang coming in. And uh, there's a lot of emotion attached to that. I had him on the show Wednesday. And uh, obviously, you all think the world of him. But you got to go win a basketball game. I am kind of curious, though, before we talk about their team, what is the protocol on this? Like, do you all... When you're playing, because this is a new thing for y'all, is it like as of Wednesday or as of yesterday, no texting back and forth? Obviously, you'll give him a hug at the game. What? what how do you handle that with knowing your staff always loves keeping up with Jerome and checking in with him? Maybe everybody on our staff handles it differently. I'm I'm the kind of guy that's not really going to change at all. So I saw Coach Tang in our weight room today, and we talked for 15 minutes. I gave him a hug and told him I loved him. And, um, you know, there's a former GA of ours that's on his staff named Austin Carpenter. And 10 minutes before uh, you and I got on the phone, Austin and and I were uh, texting each other like we're best friends. Austin came here and had worked for Oklahoma football and never really been part of basketball. And we taught him to coach. And he was LJ Cryer's GA. And he's one of the most special young Christian men I've ever mentored. And to see him with Coach Tang and see the both of them having success means a lot to me. And, uh, you know, I've done this with Gonzaga before because I've worked with them and we've played three times. And every single time we've played the night before, we've hung out the day before I've seen them. Literally nothing is going to impact the friendship or the relationship. And up until the moment of the game, we're going to talk. And it's their players versus our players. I don't think Jerome and Scott are going to put jerseys on. That'd be an ugly basketball game and nobody wants to see that. (laughs) <laughs> so we're going to coach our side. They're going to coach their side, and we're going to see which kids execute. I don't think that coach <laughs> forgot how to coach. Uh, I, I'm pretty certain Scott True knows exactly what he's doing, and the same guy that won 23 games in a row in the Big 12 is the same guy that is currently leading the team through these past two games. So um, we're going to be just fine. The relationship's going to stand strong. And I know tension exists in other rivalries or when other coaches change locations, uh, it goes downhill, but that's not our coaching tree, whether it's Paul Mills or Grant McCaslin, my buddies at Arizona or Gonzaga, Jerome Tang. Um, it really doesn't matter. Coach Driscoll at North Florida, you never root against your own coaching tree, except for maybe the two hours that you play. All right. I was just trying to imagine that one-on-one matchup between Scott and Jerome. And I feel like Jerome would try to take him down on the low block and work him over a little bit. Who Who's the better shooter between those two? I'll tell you this story. Scott never really shoots in practice. You know, the guys don't even, I think, see him shoot. And we were on the road and they were doing a drill. So he had to step in the corner and, the guy, the manager in the corner had to take a shot. So Scott took two shots and made them both. And the guys freaked out because it's the first time they ever saw him, saw him shoot and both went in. So currently in our players' minds, he's a hundred percent shooter and as good a player as Jerome was, I don't think he shoots a hundred percent. So we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> were you, were you involved in a workout in the weight room or were y'all just kind of in there visiting? I mean, I've known you to, you're someone who likes to throw up some weight, but I think you like to do that early in the mornings. Were you in the middle of a, a Jacus-type uh, workout when, when Jerome came rolling through there? 
Yeah, I worked out this morning, and we let them use the women's practice facility. We didn't make them go work out at a high school, which is probably what would normally occur, but we're the opposite of the rest of the world. He was in our practice facility. And beforehand, uh, I was in there, and before Jerome got the job, Jerome and I would lift weights every day at 8 a.m. together. And we would listen to our worship music, and we would hang out, and then we would talk and argue for about 10 minutes before we saw Scott start the day. And then we would go into the meeting and tell them our thoughts. But <laughs> Jerome and I spent so much time together in the morning listening to that music and lifting weights. That it's a normal part of our life. The other guy that was there with us was A.D., who's currently with the Suns. So I know that people judge our lives based on the outcome of Saturday. But, you know, God loves us. You know, we're, we're truly loved. And the outcome of our lives is not dictated by Saturday. It's dictated by the days and years that we spent coaching together. And um, some of the sweetest moments of my life have been together on the same sideline as Jerome. And um, the offense and defensive battles that we had all the time in practice is an extension of a friendship that nobody, maybe outside of our walls, understands. So uh, when I tell you I'm playing more than a friend, we're playing a brother tomorrow, I mean it. And um, to see him back in the weight room where we spent so much time together every morning meant a lot to me this morning. Well, that's pretty cool. And uh, I'm trying to imagine what worship, if it's like a Hillsong-type praise uh, tunes. That's or been going... There's been some Maverick City music. Uh, you know, Jerome's got a couple that uh, you and I probably don't even understand. But uh, he'd be singing and dancing. And when I say literally singing and dancing while we were lifting weights in between his bench press sets. He was dancing. So, um, yeah, we don't dance quite as much as he does. So we'll see. We're going to try to keep him from dancing tomorrow for a couple hours, but I don't ever want to stop that in the long run. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Boy, it sounds like maybe the Winans and Al Green might get involved, but that's a uh, that's a playlist <laughs> I'd like to I'd like to dip into. All right, uh, last thing I had for you. So when you look at K State right now, and well, they put up a huge amount of points against the Longhorns the other night. They are on a roll. Uh, this is an interesting team because you can't really look at last year. I guess you got Marquise Noel and Masu. Uh, Masood may still be there, but for the most part, completely new team. What really stands out to you about uh, about this uh, K State team? Well, the thing that really jumps out at you is the two guys. I don't know if they're twenty three or twenty four, but the two older guys. Um, maybe the greatest story in college basketball this year is the Keontae Johnson story. Uh, he almost died on the court, came back, and is currently playing now and uh, one of the most dangerous players in our league, averaging 23 points a game in his two Big 12 games. And then the six-year point guard, Marquise Noel, because of COVID, was able to stay for six years. So the sneaky thing about them is that they've got these two really old, developed, strong players. So when he overhauled the roster and only kept two or three guys, the main thing he did is he stayed old. He got an Arkansas transfer you got a Louisiana is what he would call one of them, and Cam Carter. And um, they did a good job of, of building a team quick, which is what you can do with the transfer portal now. It's free agency. Kids don't have to sit out a year. So above all else, the fact that they got old fast, and those two 23- or 24-year-olds are such good players, uh, they've got a chance in every game that they play. Well, I tell you, I uh, I love visiting with you, and uh, this will be an exciting game tomorrow. And and like you say, that's but it's really awesome to hear you uh, 
talk about your friendship and uh, and how sincere and genuine all that is. And uh, it's 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 a little awkward when you have to play somebody twice that you love so much. Um, but the truth is, you know, you guys don't let that interfere at all. So uh, very appreciative, and I admire that kind of thing. And uh, I can't wait to uh, watch you guys do battle tomorrow and hope the Bears – I mean, can bounce back, <clears throat> and uh, and 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 that, I, I guess the greatest thing, Coach, is it's it's the first, it's the beginning of conference. If you're going to go through a little lull, you'd way rather have it early happen early than late. And I feel like that's something you and I've talked about before. Yeah, you you don't want to go through it at all, but the truth is, is that hard times and pressure is actually what leads to greatness and diamonds, and people want to avoid that too much in life. And we have 18 to 22 year old kids and our job has much more to do with them than just basketball. And there's some character things that need to be established in them long-term and help them be good husbands and good fathers. And we're doing two things here. We're not just winning games. We're building men. And you got to take these opportunities when, when the small things come into play like this and be great, not just on the floor, but, but off and a nice little friendly reminder because we're such great friends. We are currently 10 and four not four and 10. And so we're going to give our guys a chance to bounce back tomorrow and believe that the good they've done for those 10 games is going to show and come through to that television tomorrow. Okay. Don't be afraid to mix in some old Rich Mullins or, or uh, Steve Green <laughs> or Stephen Curtis, All right. okay? All right. And yeah. Wayne Watson we even, watercolor ponies. Yeah, You're yeah. You're surprising those are... me with your, uh, your knowledge. This is, this is impressive. No, we, we, in a lot of ways, we do come from the same place. So, uh, But anyway, uh, uh, great to visit with you, and uh, we will see you tomorrow, Coach. Thank you for doing this. Yeah, thank you. I'll talk to you soon. I appreciate all you do for us. You bet. There he goes, John Jacobs. Aaron, he's sounding more and more like a head coach all the time. He always has. He's always had great insight, but my goodness. He's going to lead a program one of these days, and uh, I hope he'll just stick with us for a little bit longer here. But uh, he, he just has such wisdom and uh, fun to talk to. And, and because sometimes you hear people that say a bunch of buzzwords and phrases and things like that, and that's not him. Like when he talks about whatever the building men and building, like that's extreme. That's very, very genuine. And there's too much kind of, you know, a bunch of, mantras that are thrown out and uh, jacus is uh he really is a genuine guy so always great to visit with him uh it's the uh matt mosley show esp in central texas we were just talking about jerome tang let's hear a little bit from coach tang let's do it next it's time now for the baylor sports beat here's the voice of the bears john morris Money Stamper Check, Baylor Athletics on the Friday, Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor Women's Basketball has a top 25 showdown on the road at Kansas. Plus, the Baylor men hosting Jerome Tang and the K State Wildcats tomorrow at the Farrell Center. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Got the great selection of new cars and trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco. Say big during the Big Finish Sales event on new 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star trucks with total values of up to $7,250 and no payments for 90 days. First responders get $500 in bonus cash. Come see why Ram continues to win awards every year. If we don't have what you want in stock, we'll custom build the truck of your dreams and order it today. Hurry in for some of the best deals of the year on Ram trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco. 
Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it... Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly... Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. Now for a look at what's happening this weekend in Baylor Athletics. Here again is John Morris. And welcome back. It is a top 25 Big 12 women's basketball showdown in Lawrence, Kansas tomorrow. 23rd ranked Baylor taking on number 21 Kansas. On the air at 3.30 tomorrow, 4 p.m. tip off on 104.9 FM television on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Related to Baylor women's basketball, Dre Edwards, the Kentucky transfer, made it public yesterday that she will most likely not play for Baylor this year. The waiver from her previous school has not been granted, but that news met with a very positive attitude by Dre Edwards. That announcement met with a very positive attitude from Dre Edwards, who appreciates the growth during her time at Baylor. Um, it's honestly been amazing. Honestly, um, I could sit here and talk about it all day, but the support has been amazing, and I truly appreciate everything that everyone has done for me um, and continue to do for me um, from academics to, to basketball to coaches to everyone on staff to my teammates. Honestly, everyone has been, even the fans, honestly, everybody has been so supportive, and I really appreciate it. I think for me, I'm just super proud um, of what she's accomplished since she's, since she's been here. Um, she's been a leader. Um, she's obviously a great basketball player, but above and beyond that, she's been a great teammate. Um, what she's done in the classroom shows what she's capable of, you know, to, to take as many credits she did this summer and this fall, to take 18 credits this fall and to get a three, six, just in the fall semester while, while rushing a sorority. I don't even know what that means because I never did it, but I've heard it's, it's a lot of work. And so, you know, when I think about everything that, that she's done, I would just love to see her be rewarded because she's a kid that loves the game. She doesn't cheat the game. Coach Nikki Collin, preceded by Dre Edwards, again, most likely will not play in a Baylor uniform this year. And the Baylor men back in action tomorrow, hosting the white-hot Kansas State Wildcats on the air at 4.30, tip-off at 5 in the Farrell Center for the return to the Farrell Center of Coach Jerome Tang. The broadcast right here on ESPN Central Texas Television on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Talk to you tomorrow from the Farrell Center and have more Monday. I'm John Morris. Do you know that this time of year, blood donations are at their lowest? But there's good news. You can help. In just one hour, you can donate blood with Carter Blood Care for local hospital patients who need life-saving transfusions. So do what I do. Take a break, donate blood, and save lives. Schedule your appointment today at carterbloodcare.org. That's carterbloodcare.org. Or call 800-366-2834 for more info. And help save a life with Carter Blood Care. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. 
In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan and at Pioneer boys.com your home for baylor women's basketball is espn central texas my house has a new glow i love my windows universal windows direct with replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now call universal windows direct today when you call universal windows direct it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member universal's exclusive unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by energy star for eight consecutive years and they offer zero percent financing for 60 months that's zero percent financing for 60 months contact universal windows direct for a free in-home estimate universal windows central texas.com or call 254-301-7760 don't forget to check out their great google and angie list reviews Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. The Bills and Bengals game from Monday night will not resume, says the league office. It will go down as a no contest. Because of the canceled game, the league owners will vote today with a 24 of 32 needed to approve on scenarios approved by the competition committee yesterday that involves a neutral site for the AFC Championship game. UMHB men's and women's basketball got road wins yesterday over the Ozarks, women's 76 to 56, and the men 101 to 80. Both will be in action tomorrow at UT Dallas. Beta women go on the road tomorrow at Kansas. Tip is at 4 o'clock and you can hear that game on 104.9 FM. And the Baylor men at home hosting Kansas State. Tip is at 5 o'clock and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Dallas Mavericks winning streak comes to an end last night, losing to the Celtics 124-95. Mavs have the day off before hosting the Pelicans tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's Matt Mosley show. Lots going on. And, uh, well, Coach Jacus, he's so good and uh, just so candid with what's going on with the program, associate head coach of the Baylor Bears uh, men's program. And uh, he and AD, who's going on uh, with, to be with the uh, Phoenix Suns, and Coach uh, Alvin Brooks now, uh, both he, it, Alvin Brooks and, and John Jacus have taken over as co-associate head coaches for Jerome Tang. And uh, Jerome is off to an unbelievable start at K-State. He's 13-1, 2-0 in conference with wins over West Virginia 
in a win at Texas, and they just hung out in Austin for a couple of days uh, after winning on Tuesday and then arrived in the uh, Waco area and have been there. And I know he said he was going to go to Georgia's and <laughs> a couple other stops. But um, wanted to let you, and we'll, we'll uh, react to this some as we go because uh, I just think it's uh, – uh, you know, important to hear from him as he returns. Five o'clock tomorrow, by the way, it, Baylor in Kansas pregame at four thirty, right here on ESPN Central Texas. But here's a little bit of our conversation with um, Kansas State head basketball coach Jerome Tang, and uh, we'll react to some of this as we go here. Coach, it is. Uh, we're so excited to get to see you and. Man, y'all are on a roll, thirteen and one. Now, Jerome, I mean, you're not supposed to do this. You got to kind of ease into this. I mean, you're gonna if you win all these games, then they expect you to do it like all the time. <laughs> how are how are you doing, Matt? I am doing wonderful. Thank you for having me on the show. Uh, you know, I always enjoy talking to you. Um, you know, just just blessed uh, have a great staff and a great team, and and this is a whole bunch of fun. You look like you're working out, by the way. You know, you told me years ago you and Grant used to work out a lot. Man, that is a thin, lean, mean machine I'm seeing on TV. So I, I do think you're still getting in your workouts. It appears. Uh, the, the the camera is kind to me. <laughs> <laughs> now, is there is there something, Jerome, about the burnt orange that that I mean, my goodness, y'all, number six team in the country. You go in there to Moody and and you put it on them, one sixteen, one oh three. If I'd have told you before this season that in second conference game of the year you were going to put one sixteen on the Longhorns. Would you have believed that? Um, no, probably not. Because, uh, you know, I, <laughs> I kind of like pride myself on the defensive thing, especially when you told me they scored 103 on the other <laughs> side. But, <clears throat> you know, um, man, they are a high-octane basketball team, right? And there was no time to to flinch or to worry about, you know, them making shots. We had to go the other end and, and make shots ourselves, and, and I was so proud of our guys because every time they made a big shot, we responded. Every time their crowd, they made a run and their crowd got loud, uh, we were able to make a play to, to keep the crowd from getting fully into the game. And so um, just just really, really proud of our guys, the, the game plan. Your Coach Yurik Valagy put uh, did the scout, our whole staff game planned, and, um, and our, our young men executed. All right. Speaking of the scout, who who does the scout for Baylor? <laughs> That's going to be. Do you do you do you delegate that, or is that something you're like, okay, guys, I got this one? No, no. You know, um, Coach Bourne, Marco Bourne is going to do the scout, and uh, right. you know, our whole staff we're going to we're going to game plan. And um, but you know, I mean, they're such a another high octane uh, offensive team, and um, you know. I mean, they don't have any weaknesses. And uh, the only thing that slows them down is injuries. And so um, we expect them to be 100% when we play on Saturday. And, uh, you know, it's going to take a, a you know a special effort um, to, to be in the ball game with them. So, you know, we're looking forward to, to the opportunity. All right. Well, you get in Friday and spend a little time with Scott. How are you all going to treat this? 
before games because typically you all would, you know, you guys are very close friends. You would get together and have dinner and that kind of thing. I would think. Uh, well, how does I, that? I don't know. How, I, I, this is this is my first time, right? Like one uh, um, Yurk was telling me uh, yesterday, he said it's always strange when you go back to a place that you've been. Yeah. And I said, well, I wouldn't know because I've never done it. And so, um, you know, Scott and I, we were just texting and, you know, just told him I was praying for him tonight against the Frogs. And, um, you know, and, you know, we last night after our game, he left me a really nice voice message and I hit him back. And, you know, we, we're, we're, we're communicating with each other. I, I don't know exactly what the protocol is going to be. Ty Beard just called <laughs> me and he said, hey, uh, just wanted to congratulate you, you know, and, uh, but, um, you know, I, I, before I'm not allowed to talk to you anymore, let me, uh, <laughs> so I was like, so when, when is the no talking rule go in, you know, what, what, what day? Cause, cause AB didn't talk to his dad when we played them in the final four, he didn't talk to his dad, like from that Tuesday till we, you know, till we, I think we played on, I can't remember. What did we play on Saturday? Yeah, we played on Saturday. Yeah, so I think yeah. Tuesday of that week, he didn't talk to his dad anymore till after the game. And uh, so, you know, I don't know exactly when it's going to kick in, uh, the no talking rules, so, though. But, uh, I, you know, man, it, it's going to be a, a – it, it, I love Waco, and I, I love Baylor University, and I love the staff there and those players. And, you know, uh, for most of them, I've helped recruit them and spend time with them and – um, and I'm looking forward to um, going back. And uh, but I know there's a there's a challenge of playing that game, man, and it's it's important. But it's not any more important than any other game uh, in the Big 12 because every game's a, a battle and a war, you know, and uh, and everyone's important. So you know, just uh, excited about how our guys are doing right now, and um, looking forward to the next thing that we face. All right, and. We're talking to uh, uh, Jerome Tang, and we got to talk to him Wednesday. And I wanted you to get to hear some of that. And we we caught up with Coach Jacus from Baylor today. They were extremely close. I think it's been fun to watch over the years when Grant McCaslin, before he became a head coach, he and Coach Tang were very. I mean, they went at it, but they became very close, and they worked out together. And in fact, it was uh, uh, Jerome has given Grant. Uh, some credit for kind of getting his health together and and getting him working out and get going in the right direction there. And then uh, when Coach Jacus left to go to Gonzaga, comes back, and then he and uh, he and Coach Tang, you know, had a had a great relationship and uh, over all those years and and got to know each other in that way and listening to praise music and all of that and uh, just a really. I think those were neat moments. And, and that, Aaron, to me, that's kind of cool to hear from Coach Jacobs earlier today that, you know, a lot of times it's like, well, we can't talk to you before the game or this and that. They let Kansas State come over and, uh, and, and be at the practice facility. And uh, there's some, com- you know, uh, camaraderie that is there. And they didn't try to avoid each other. And, of course, they met in the weight room today. And that's what you do when you're very close friends like that. It just is interesting. You would rather him get a job as a head coach in another conference where he just don't have to play against them. Some coaches like playing against each other. I know Scott Drew does not, does not really care for it that much. And 
Scott and, and Jerome have their own relationship. He has his own relationship with the different coaches. And I thought that was fun to hear Coach Jacobs earlier today talk about kind of how they would prepare for practice and that they would argue a little bit about that. And I can hear them because Jake, John brings a ton of ideas on the offensive side. He spent a lot of time in Europe and so knows the European game and just has a you know ton of uh, thoughts on that side. And then Jerome, a lot of times uh, – uh, was focused on defense and, and kind of setting that up and working hard on that. And so uh, to, for them to get back together and match wits against the old – and that was the one thing I probably should have gotten into with Coach Jacobs is, like, I'd be kind of interested to hear what they think K-State looks like in terms of, like, is it – how much of it is a mirror of what Baylor tries to do and how much has he – kind of installed some different things, different concepts. Obviously, he's brought in his own assistants and all of that. And um, I, I, find it, uh, I find it interesting. And I, and I think Baylor, I, I'm sure that he wanted to take some coaches with him. You heard, Aaron, one coach mention was uh, Coach Mohatra. Uh, AD is what we called him. His first name was Adidia. And he's with the Phoenix Suns now. And Jerome wanted him to come out there. In in Adidia, uh, AD, he he just was so extremely loyal to Scott in the program. He couldn't bring himself to leave. And then, as luck would have it, uh, you know, he gets an opportunity to go off to the NBA. So, uh, very interesting how all this works out. Let's listen to a little bit more of our conversation with Jerome Tang from earlier this week. You think you'll have to address it with your players, you know, because I'm sure they'll hear it and they'll want to do something for you and, and all that. Do you? Will you kind of address that and go, hey, guys, we're, this is like you just said to me, this is another game. We're not going to, you know, it'll be emotional maybe for me, but I'm not going to, y'all don't have to do anything special. How will you kind of uh, try to, to visit with your players about that as you get closer so to we, the we, game? Yeah, we've already we've already had this talk, you know, that, None of the games on our schedule and it's more important to me than the next game. And uh, so going into West Virginia, it wasn't like I looked at the schedule and said, hey, this game down the road. And so we approach everything every day. We want to go one and oh, what's the next thing we have to do? For us tonight, it's uh, go to dinner. You know, we're going to go one and oh at dinner tonight. We're going to Papa Do's, right? And so... uh, <laughs> so we'll go one no dinner tonight, and then tomorrow, you know, we'll get up and you know we'll do the next thing and go one and zero. And so that, that's just how we approach everything. What's your papado order? I mean, you're someone who uh, loves to cook. You love cuisine. Um, papado, uh, I would think yeah. you kind of you have some. Uh, Oh, you you like a spice? You like some spices in your food? Yeah. What's your what's your go to? Like a Pontchartrain type of gumbo? What what I, direction will you go? Yeah, you know I I like a, a, I'm gonna get a a cup of gumbo and then they have this shrimp and scallop with a pasta thing. Um, it's a lighter sauce. You know I'm you know you get older like you don't burn the calories quite as well. So I got to stay away from the Pontchartrain and and all of that. So mm-hmm. um, I like that and then I. Man, they have the best cheesecake, but I don't think I'm going to be able to get any cheesecake tonight. Uh, 
So, um, but, but I'm definitely going to get some gumbo and probably the shrimp and escalopasta. Uh, pasta. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Jerome Tang joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. There were some people reporting today and maybe even some photos floating around of you serving some omelets this morning yeah, after uh, yeah. taking down the Longhorns. Where did that uh, did that happen just kind of outside y'all's hotel room, or did you uh, did you just take over at the omelet station down at the uh, the hotel restaurant? How did that come about? Yeah, well, well they, you know, they had a set up there for our, our breakfast, and um, there was two um, omelet stations, and one of the cooks wasn't there yet. Only one of them was going, so I was like, hey, you know, I could do this thing. And, uh put on the gloves and I, you know, and the one then the cook showed up and I was like, okay, let me, let me do this one. You do that one. And, and, uh, so I, I knocked out my own omelet and it was really good. You know, I had some bacon, some mushrooms and some jalapenos with some cheese and it, it turned out really well. Well, I'd say so. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. This is kind of amazing to watch. Uh, this Marquise, uh, Noel, he fascinates me, and he last night I tweeted he was giving me some Pierre Jackson-type vibes, and I think that's because of his height probably, but also fiery leader. Um, you know, Pierre almost came off as like a New York type of guy. Mark, uh, Noel is from uh, Harlem, I believe. I mean, that's, that's got to be fascinating because you've taken him from a guy who was like three assists a game, and he's like one of the leaders in the country. He's he's like eight and a half or nine assists a game, and he's also scoring more. I think he had over thirty last night. What? How important has he been in you trying to turn that program around, like you are? Uh, man, vitally important. Like, um, and I mean, what he's doing on the floor right now is incredible, right? But what he did to get this team to Manhattan, Kansas, both he and Ish Masood. They hosted every recruit. They went to to dinners and and breakfasts and uh, talked to parents and I mean every kid on this team that's on the team right now. They they had an integral part of recruiting them to be a part of uh, you know K State family and and the Manhattan community. And uh, you know they knew what guys fit, what we were about, and because those dudes bought into to stay in here with us. And um, so, yeah, vitally, but this team wouldn't be here and be what it is without those two guys, you know, being all hands on deck in the recruiting process. And now, as far as the team putting it together, go, his, he's just elevated his game. He's, um, you know, he's learning how to manage a game and how to get, you know, his teammates involved and how it opens things up for him. And, uh, you know, and, and he just wants to win, and he just loves being around guys that are fierce competitors and they want to win. Yeah, and there he is, uh, and that was our conversation with Jerome Tang. Jerome's uh, the latest news is that Jerome's name's coming up because uh, University of Texas is going to have to hire a new basketball coach. I hope he doesn't do that. I, I really like what he's doing at K State, even though it'll be tough to face him tomorrow. I just think he's poured into that. He's excited that fan base. They love him. There is no reason in the world and no amount of money that uh, should should bring him to Austin. It's just that they care more about basketball in that part of the country. All right, we'll, uh, we we got to say goodnight to you. 
We'll do that next in the dismount. Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options as well as physical therapy and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialist today at ascension.org slash Ortho. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active, fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato, and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step. There was no back pain. I took another step. No knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my Good Feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Hello, everyone. Brian Reese here, General Manager of Harley-Davidson of Waco. I'd like to thank all of our loyal customers for an incredible 2022 and wish all of our ESPN Central Texas audience a very happy 2023. To say thank you, I'd like to invite you to come into my store, mention the ESPN Central Texas advertisement, and I will hook you up with an incredible opportunity on any brand new 2022 Harley-Davidson motorcycle in stock. Again, ask for Brian Reese, and I will get your knees in the breeze. 
ESPN Central Texas is taking the morning show on the road. Come join ESPN Central Texas game time with Tom Barfield, Ward Lines, and Ryan Fox and Stephanie from Sales as we'll broadcast live at 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on Tuesday, January 10th at Fuzzy's Taco Shop in Hewitt. Fuzzy's Taco Shop in Hewitt will be opening at 7 a.m. every day starting Monday, January 9th. Stop in and say hello to game time and get a breakfast taco at half price. That's right, half price for the breakfast taco. Fuzzy's Taco Shop with game time in Hewitt, located at 1509 Hewitt Drive. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lines with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. The Bills and Bengals game from Monday night will not resume, says the league office. It will go down as a no contest. Because of the canceled game, the league owners will vote today with a 24 of 32 needed to approve on scenarios approved by the competition community yesterday that involves a neutral site for the AFC Championship game. UMHB men's and women's basketball got road wins yesterday over the Ozarks. Women 76 to 56 and the men 101 to 80. Both will be in action tomorrow at UT Dallas. Beta women go on the road tomorrow at Kansas. Tip is at 4 o'clock and you can hear that game on 104.9 FM. And the Baylor men at home hosting Kansas State. Tip is at 5 o'clock and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Dallas Mavericks winning streak comes to an end last night, losing to the Celtics 124-95. Mavs have the day off before hosting the Pelicans tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, what a busy week it has been. And uh, we've had so much going on. And lots of uh, that, that, just listening to Ward right there on that sports center, the, the fact that you could have a neutral site championship game based on trying to find this fair and equitable treatment on not completing a game the other night. I still, you know, are the Bengals completely uh, getting done wrong in this? Yeah, the answer is yes. Absolutely. But, uh, you know, I'm no Bengals fan, and I'm not going to try to act I'm all, like I'm all upset about it. You know, what I'm, what I'm more excited about is the fact that Jamar uh, Hamlin continues to make incredible progress and he got to talk to his teammates and sent them a message today and so some uh, amazing things that are happening in that regard and and then uh, we'll get ready tomorrow as the Bears face Kansas State the men and then the women are on the road against Kansas and uh, those games kind of overlap one starts at four one starts at five and, of course, you can hear that on our family and networks, as you just heard Ward talking about. Aaron, appreciate all your hard work today. Love getting to visit with everybody. Coach Jacobs was uh, incredible. And, uh, you know, shout out to Coach Tang. If you're listening out there, great to have you in town. Enjoy Georgia's tonight. Get your coaches some crazy wings and have a great time. And I'm I, uh, sorry that I'm hoping that you're sad after the game tomorrow night. All right, everybody. Have a great evening and a great weekend. And we'll talk to you Monday at 4 o'clock for the national title game. Good night, everybody. This is the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. 
Everybody is covering check of Big 12 football on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, the TCU Horn Frogs representing the Big 12 will play for a national championship on Monday. TCU head coach Sonny Dykes a little nostalgic going into the game. We'll hear from him straight ahead on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Baylor Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletics, diagnosing and treating all sports-related injuries, including.